Melbourne, I Love Green Guys Letters is coming back home and will be recording live on Saturday afternoon, the 16th of September, 4.15 at Club Voltaire in North Melbourne. Tickets are on sale now and it is an intimate little venue, so they should get snapped up really fast. For tickets and information, click ilovegreenguideletters.com. Let's go. Let's see if this thing still works. Hey, you guys, welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television and radio lift out, the Green Guide. I am Steel Saunders and I do love those Green Guide letters. This episode of Green Guide Letters is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> We're back. We're in the LA, the new LA podcast lounge. We are lounging and podcasting because that's what we do. And it is a beautiful dusk evening in LA. Or as they call it in the business, Magic Hour. Oh. That's a sort of show business insight I've picked up mm. in my mere weeks <laughs> yeah. of residence in Los Angeles. Mm. Sorry for the delay in podcast, you guys. We haven't potted since the comedy festival, but uh, I'm back. I've managed to wrangle some friends to get me started, and then we'll, we'll get some randoms in. But we've got to go with the, the tried and true to hold my hand. The bike's a bit rusty. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I thought you were giving me shit Are you a rusty bike? Uh, yes <laughs> Our first letter lover <laughs> Is better known as podcasting's rusty bike <laughs> It is the master of the listicle Carl Woodbury Also known as my porn name is rusty bike <laughs> Just so you know <laughs> Named after your favourite manoeuvre Yes, that's right <laughs> They're known for my monos. <laughs> Giving girls mono. <laughs> and Hello, Steely. Good to be back. Might I say, uh, listeners, I know this is a, an audio format, but still, you are looking absolutely fantastic. Well, we'll get to that because I... Oh, okay, I'm going to get to you looking fantastic. All no, right, mate. I, 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 things aren't going well today, but okay. we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. All right. Our other guest is another classic letter lover. He coined the mm. phrase, indeed, which isn't a phrase, <laughs> it's just a word. Welcome back to the podcast, it's Dan Illich. Oh, it's great to be here. You know, um, Jonathan Holmes came up to me, uh, I think it was after that podcast we recorded, uh, at the Logies. No, it was the Walkley Awards. He came up to me at the Walkley Awards and he said, Wow, this is... Dude, yeah, yeah. we're just back, right? We're, yeah. and, and, like, the rusty bike is here and you're <laughs> yeah, dropping yeah. names You're and fucking events. rolling on a penny farthing. Oh, was it the Oscars <laughs> or the Emmys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Jonathan Holmes came up to me at the Walkley Awards and tapped me on the shoulder and said, I never say indeed. And everybody comes up to me and now says indeed. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan Illich. <laughs> well, one would hope that was after the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 true. I think it was, but that, if I've made any mark on Australian journalism, I think that'll be it. Uh, <laughs> Making Jonathan people Holmes. go up to Jonathan Holmes <laughs> to say, a, indeed. indeed. <laughs> what a great man. And, and what great sizzle for the uh, I Love Gringo Letters Patreon, where you can listen to such classic episodes as Media Watch's own Jonathan Holmes. Uh, that was a great... 
That was a great episode. That was a fantastic uh, episode. Scott Dooley was on that uh, that live as well. You were yeah. on it, so you were on it with the Media Watch guy and Scott Dooley. Yeah, yeah. And it was a, it was oh. a really it was a cracker. It was a cracker show. And because really, uh, Jonathan Holmes was, I, I just loved him on Media Watch. Yeah, was like, he the was he the the one before the guy or the girl that's on there now? Yeah, he was. Like, <laughs> I started to cover all my bases on yeah. it, and I, I'm like, Barry. I was going through the Refidex in my head, going, "Oh, I have a very vague vague memory of." A, no, you're actually right. There were two people. Oh, they. One, I was, one was right. Paul Barry and one was Monica Atta. Yes, so. and he, she was. He was before. He was the he good was, one. He was like the sassy bitch one out of the three. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it. <laughs> he would like diss someone and then just drop some of the sweetest mm. shit eating grins. Yeah. Just like a wonderful, pompous, throwaway line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost like fade to black, and then Delicious not even more sarcasm. mic drop than fade to black. Yeah, it was all it was all mic drop stuff. From yeah, Jonathan yeah. Holmes. He would just like drop a yeah. little, little 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 nugget and then live at the Apollo. See you later. It's a real Bernie Mac of Media Watch out of the three. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. the Bernie Mac of Media Watch, indeed. <laughs> he ain't afraid of those motherfuckers. So we're just we're just three young bucks in Hollywood trying to make ours. Hollywood, more. Like. And can I just say, still? You are looking very good. Oh, am I right? Okay, thank What's you. What's your secret? <laughs> no, but my nose is so red. Yes, I, you I, do look like Rudolph. Yes. Yes. But, 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 That's how we got here. You do like play reindeer games. So, <laughs> yes, I, well, the I movie. I had this big audition you. today. Did you? At Macy's. <laughs> yes. For the Christmas season. <laughs> You I thought you meant. Was, oh, I was thinking of Reindeer Hunter, not Reindeer Games. Sorry. I, I was going to say, I, we're going to play Russian Roulette with I some Vietnamese. I look great in a, uh, a pair of antlers. <laughs> no, what was. No, it was the Deer Hunter. Oh, with what did roulette. I say? The Reindeer Hunter? <laughs> Yeah, it's just Santa and Mrs. Claus and an elf and Ray and Rudolph are spinning the gun on the table. Yeah. I saw Rudolph's got his hand over Santa's head as the blood pours out the sides. I saw that movie very young. Same. That's the last time I've seen it too. Yeah, same. And the game of Russian roulette that they play in it, it, it was one of the things that out of context made me not want to become an adult. Because I was like, I don't want to go to a party and play that game. <laughs> I went to a party last week. Duck, Duck, Goose was like your childhood version of it. We played Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Very yeah, yeah, low yeah. stakes. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, were yeah. blindfolded, sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when they played Russian Roulette on that, I was just like, nah, no growing up for me. You're out. You wanted to stay a kid forever. I've got a huge Hence list. skateboarding, Star Wars and comedy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 haven't shot myself in the head once. <laughs> Carl Woodbury drops some truth. Yeah. Hey. So what, what I mean, I'm with him too, besides the, the Star Wars. What are you been up to, Carl? Like, we, went to a, we went to a big time Hollywood skateboarding premiere the other night with Tony we did. Hawk. Bloody who's who, wasn't it, wasn't it down yep. there, Steve? Well, it was a who's who and us. Tony Hawk was there, the son of Tony Hawk. Riley Hawk. The nephew of Tony Hawk. That's true. The acquaintance uh, of Tony Hawk. Yes, lots of acquaintance. Names 99.99% of podcast listeners would not know. Just like, is Tony Hawk bigger or smaller in recognition than Jonathan Holmes? Like, can you put it in context for uh, me? Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on. I know that Jonathan Holmes has only ever landed uh, a 720, so no. <laughs> <laughs> We but, did do that. It was exciting stuff for me as a skateboarder for the past twenty odd years of my life to go and uh, and, uh, and see some of my uh, childhood heroes in the flesh. But before that, you were working on a set in Hollywood. Tell us about oh, what was going what on. What were with you that? doing? I was working on get. Re- I know you don't have seatbelts in that beanbag, Dan, but uh, 
you ever heard of a little international money carrier called Western Union? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. they've got a new web ad coming out, and guess who was a production assistant on it? Oh, my <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't have get, I friends you... on Facebook who tell me they're trapped in third world countries all the time, asking me to send them Western Union. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I use that website all exactly. the time. Exactly. That Prince of Nigeria is. Uh... <laughs> How did you get paid for that job? <laughs> yeah, that's why I just sent him all my bank details and uh, he said he's going to email me a check. So, let's, let's production assistant, that sounds pretty highfalutin. Yeah, so a production assistant for uh, for the non-industry types out there who are listening, uh, the commoners. A production Thumb it assi- down for the people on the Hertzbridge line. Uh, so, are you, a, are you a, like a director? Yeah, it's about one producer? above director. It's like one above director, pretty much. It's in so between you, director and network executive. What kind of jobs do you have to do as a production assistant? Mostly, what, uh, like you have to take a shit in a van. Do <laughs> you don't remember that story? So there was a big court case with Universal. I think it was Universal or Paramount that they were making their production assistants take shits in vans because they were out on it. You're a pro. You're, as a form of hazing, or no, as a form of you get back to work and we're out in the middle of nowhere and you're gonna have to shit in your van because you got to go do stuff. What about what was the most menial task you had to do? No, 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 no. What about if you didn't need to take a shit? Was it still mandatory? <laughs> uh, you got to fucking squeeze one out. You better be taking a shit. It was the uh, the deer hunter version of it. Was that contracted in your contract? Yes, that's it. Like I only work if I get to shit in a van. That was a, it's on my rider, <laughs> the world's worst rider. So yeah, you're essentially like the uh, the runner. You go and do all the you know the shitty jobs, yep. and uh, you know that the only people that are lower than you. Is extras and Steven Spielberg and and Senor Spielberg exactly. (laughs) So yeah, only people that are lower than you are extras, and they're the. If anyone's thinking of coming to Hollywood, are you thinking, oh, I might be an extra to as a leapfrog into acting? No, you are the lowest of the rung. You don't even get to eat the catering until everyone else has eaten, and they make sure everyone else has eaten. Then you can go up there. I've heard the extras get to diss podcasters. Podcasters law. Ah, oh. oh, right. <laughs> the only species lower than an extra is a Yeah, it's exactly. They all got their own Zoom mics there <laughs> and uh, a bad graphic designer. And so what sort of jobs were you uh, looking after? Well, I was – so actually when I talked to you last, I was – I sent you a text and I said, oh, I've got this production thing and you send back a classic steel uh, reply which was, you just needed to say you couldn't be here till seven. You didn't need to tell me about your whiz-bang fucking Hollywood lifestyle. And I just replied, I did need to tell you. Sad face. <laughs> so we were uh, on Hollywood Boulevard doing one of the, the, sh- the scenes for this commercial or whatever. And so part of your job as a, uh, as a production assistant is to make sure people don't come into shot. You know, your, your general uh, person on the street doesn't come into shot when they're shooting. I imagine you might be wearing some sort of high-vis vest. No, no no high-vis vest. Then how do you have any authority? You, you know, anybody can You have, have a any- fucking walkie-talkie with an earpiece. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. classic, classic. With a little... But with your long hair, they might not be able to see it. Yeah, right? Well, they, they just might me. think you're a beautiful Irish backpacker. <laughs> they, well, they did think that too. So yeah. it was uh, that's more of a double-edged sword. Mm. But so... And one of the jobs is to also make sure homeless people don't steal the shit. <laughs> That's not a joke. A thousand percent true. They go, they- can you go and watch the truck? Because there's a lot of homeless people around. And at this last job... They might steal a C-stand and a cutter. Yeah, exactly. No, there, yeah, was, yeah, there, was yeah. Just, there was just truckloads of money for the ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like st- they steal some uh, invaluable uh, key grip equipment, right? <laughs> Which... Uh, 
Uh, from what I've told by the surly teamsters that work on production shoots is very expensive and get my greasy mitts off it. <laughs> but So anyway, there was, there was a couple of homeless guys milling about the scenario. It, it, it actually sounds like you learned how to get this homeless people away the hard way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did it work on me? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you say about the uh, my hair covering my mic right because... I was I was uh, assigned to look to look after a certain uh, truck. You know, have, they, obviously they get all the stuff out of the truck yeah. and ready to take it over to the to the area where they're hey, shooting. Mate, we know how trucks work. Yeah, well, you you say that, but you're looking at me with uh, idle eyes, saying you don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and Hollywood trucks filled with like uh, cocaine. Yeah, models. Models. Um, Brown suitcases and with stars in their eyes. Uh-huh. I have to say one thing about those Hollywood trucks. Many of them are a brand called Star Wagons, <laughs> and it's written in the Star Wars font. And yes. I the first time I saw them, I was very excited. <laughs> Over the years, less so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably true. Probably a good point to cross promote Steel's uh, other podcasts. Listen, podcasting <laughs> is not about cross promotion. <laughs> just, I've, I've had a sudden hit of communism in my <laughs> podcasting. He's blacklisted from uh, the rest of the podcast world. So continue. So I was standing there guarding the uh, some equipment, right? And the, I guess this couple homeless guys did not... If anyone who's listening to this knows what I look like from the photos we put up, from stand-up or whatever, that they looked at me like... Hey, that you were brothers. That he, that you're you one of were, us, and he, they were like over there. In arms. They were, no shit, and they were over there, and they're looking at me, and they're like, "He's got close. He's got through the first barrier, past the wherever this production assistant's supposed to be. He's not here, and he's already stolen the walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He set it up perfectly. <laughs> he's talking into it. He's deep undercover. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even wearing high vis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and and. They start to walk up to me and I said, oh, sorry, guys, you can't come here. It's a closed set. And they were confused like I just – like snitches get stitches. <laughs> did, they give it, did they give you a dollar? Yeah, they did. And then it's funny because you brought it up later that, oh, could you're guarding the thing from homeless people. Ha, ha, can they tell the difference? And I started to want to tell you about it and like you do with every fucking thing we ever talk about and why we have a bad relationship, you go, save it for the podcast. I'm like, fucking, well, what do we talk about, mate? So anyway, that's... Do you uh, say save it to the podcast to Jackie, even though she's rarely on podcasts? No, she's always going, we should do a podcast. We have funny conversations. And I'm like, oh, no, it would ruin us because I could never then have... A normal conversation with yeah. you. You'd be like, save it for the podcast. No, every time we'd have a good conversation, I'd be like, oh, we'd burn it. Oh, <laughs> burned burn it. it. Burn burned it. it on this idiot. But how about this for an idea? Go. Next time. Yep. Go for it. Get rid of the headset. Yep. Blend in with the homeless. Ooh, infiltrate. And then mm. when they go to steal stuff, go, I've already checked it out, guys. There's nothing. Nothing there. over there. It's bullshit. Bullshit. I like it. I go, feel go down to the Wells Fargo shoot down the road. Well, alternatively, let them steal as much as possible and say, just uh, make sure you get me a cut. You know what? That's probably a better cut, idea. Kind of cash converters. Because the amount of money that gets fucking wasted on these things will blow your mind apart. I, uh, part of the production assistant job is to go and like pick up shit. You know what I mean? You're like a you go get shit. So they're like a gopher. Gopher, exactly. So, um, you know, they're like, can you go to Target and get? I think it was 25 blankets, 50 pillows, all this shit, right? The Target's got 50 pillows? Yeah. I had to go to three Targets, mate. <laughs> Not one. Yeah. And uh, how, did, how did you carry? <laughs> so you had to go to three Targets. So what's that? 
17 pillows. I oh. think I think one had one had most of them and then one only had a couple and then one had a couple. How do you right. get 20 pillows out of a target? Well, they helped us. Like a few of the workers helped me take it out in you know in the trolleys or whatever. And I had a like fifteen seat passenger, like a, I don't know what, like a eco sprint or the big you know passenger Mercedes there. Sprinter. Yeah, Mercedes Sprinter. And so it looked, it was like full of pillows and balloons driving down the road, and I, I must have been a couple grand for all that shit. You know what I mean? And it was literally so we because one of the shoots was for this other commercial was on like a hill, right? And they wanted the clients, which would be the advertising agency, and the hills production. make you sleepy. They do, they do. They wanted them to be able to sit somewhere because you couldn't have your regular director's chairs um, set into this the side of this hill, and they did not use it. <laughs> they stood up. We were there for probably twenty five minutes, and it's like, right, well, just chuck that out. Oh, that so you threw out a couple right. grand's worth of pillows. Yep. I'm like, oh, really? Can I? Can I? T- uh, take some pillows or whatever, like, oh, yeah, just nah, they're company pillows. Take, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. just take him to the take him to the like the uh, the production warehouse, and then we got there, and they're like, yeah, just throw them out, guys. Did you take any pillows? I took a couple of pillows. <laughs> Fucking hell, I took a couple of pillows, mate. It's I walked out of there looking. I'm skinny. Like walked out of there and buff. Like, hey, what's going on there? I the like, homeless guys are going. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the mole. They go uh, to you, that they, is that is disgusting waste yeah. of time of of, uh, of products. Yeah, you should have given them. They, and the food, like you know, they go go buy five hundred bucks worth of crafty shit. You know, it's called crafty, like snacks from Trader Joe's, and then they go, oh, like throw it out. I'd love the thought of them saying, Carl, you didn't take any pillows, did you? And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. just totally Michelin manned up, yeah. pillows everywhere. You go, no, and like three feathers yeah, come out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get hit by a car and I'm totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't think so. The real Captain Snooze. The real Captain <laughs> Snooze. And, and Daniel, what have you been up to? You said before the show that you put together a stand-up desk. Now... No offence. <laughs> oh, come on. But I think there could be some offence. You do seem like a stand-up desk type of guy. I love a stand-up desk. Why? I love, a stand-up, I love sitting down so... so. You're like, in a beanbag now. I well, feel like you have a stand-up desk and one of those bikes that you lay down on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not kidding. My friend, uh, James Swanick, who, who lives around the corner from here, he has a stand-up desk, but he also has a treadmill under his stand-up desk. Fucking And he yes. is also a podcaster, so he's got his podcast gear all set up as well. So he does interviews with people via Skype while he's walking on his walking on his treadmill making little podcasts. And you can't hear it. So he, he's got one of he's got how one fast, of those set up. How fast has he got it going? Very slowly. He's just walking. It's called the pant cast. He's on, <laughs> he's, on tur- he's on turtle, mate. He's got nowhere near rabbit. He's a very <laughs> fit guy. He's a very I fit, guess, yeah. He's a very fit guy. So what's how long have you had the stand up desk for? I've only had it for about a month. How uh, you going? I love it. What's uh, the it, longest you've stood? Oh, <laughs> Probably for the first ten minutes, I stood. It's uh, at a reasonable sitting distance now, so. I oh, so it's yeah. like a Decepticon; it can go down. Yeah, I've got a little button. I press the button. The, the the desk goes up. The desk goes down, and I kind of fiddle with the height every so often. Just so, to, what, so it, it sounds like the desk goes up. The desk goes down. The desk stays down. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got a stand-up desk in sitting position. Well, the problem was I had a. That was not a no. I had a wonderful. <laughs> I had a wonderful like reclaimed wood desk, but and I, when I bought it, I looked at it and went, "Oh, that desk is gonna, I'm gonna write what, a thousand what that, great." What does that mean? 
you bought it from Pauline Hanson? <laughs> Recla- reclaimed the timber. Reclaimed Australia wood. Yes. <laughs> Local reference. I, I, I still remember all Australia's fucked problems. Yeah, yeah. Pauline pants down, am I right? <laughs> remember? Yeah. <laughs> I remember him. I've got to ship you back so you can get some new references. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Paul Keating walks in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Edmund Barton, am I right, guys? <laughs> First primey. <laughs> that said, I was on a Hey Hey Saturday podcast the other week, so. Really? Oh, there you go. Oh, my goodness. Who is running a Hey Hey Saturday podcast? A couple friends of mine, uh, Chris and Paul, mm. they do it's, Hey Hey It's the Podcast. And they, they so they, they subscribe. They're the one subscribe. Well, they've, they've actually got their own subscriptions. It's, and there's this guy, Mitch, as well. And they're, they're awesome guys. And uh, they do a re- they, they they subscribe to Daryl Summers's Hey Hey subscription service. That's my that was my question. Do they pay like ten bucks a month to be able to watch Hey Hey And they all have their own accounts. No way. I, I didn't even know that was a thing that Daryl was. By the way, Dan, you're not out of telling us why your stand up desk is at the sit down position. Excellent. Excellent. But um, continue. Yeah, and so each week or each couple of weeks, they watch an episode of Hey Hey Saturday, and then they. Review it. So this new Hey Hey It's Saturday or fucking just no, old Hey Hey It's Saturday? This is every single Hey Hey It's Saturday that's ever been broadcast or that's been made by Summer's Carol up on a website like Netflix. You can pay 10 bucks a month to have access to the archives and watch every single moment of Hey Hey It's Saturday unfiltered uh, straight from straight through the website. And people are actually paying for this. That is the but here's the thing. Fuck. Those guys are doing it kind of semi-ironically I want to know who's doing it. Who's doing real? it like, oh, like we're going to have to not go out for dinner once a week because we've got to have hey, hey. <laughs> we watch- have you guys heard of the uh, theory of peak oil? That we've got to the point of oil yeah. where there's less or takes more energy to get it out. I feel this is like entertainment's peak oil. <laughs> peak hey, hey. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so many people are paying for so many over-the-top services. Yeah. Like Netflix and... Uh- and there's so many new ones like, uh, like this new... Uh, what do you, what are they called? Pay to pay to stream yep. services, right? And they there's all these garbage ones out there too, like the little weird ones. You know what I mean? Where like there's a skateboard one out now. Oh, yeah, there is a skateboard one. Yeah. You know, there's all these niche ones. They're like you know, there's the comedy. What's the comedy one called? CISO. Uh, CISO. Yeah, yeah. That I guess there is a is is there a market for knowing Daryl Summers? There's no way he did any research into <laughs> it. You know, like. Into if people want this or not. Who knows? But, but the, the other thing is like, well, people used to pay like, or still probably do, you know, around a hundred bucks for Foxtel. So if you can just go, oh yeah, 10 bucks for you, 10 bucks for you. That's true. All right, Ozzy, you can have 10 bucks as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for nostalgia purposes, we'll do that one. I well, guess. But the catchphrase of the episode definitely became from those guys. Oh, last week's episode was way better, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit out. And I used to watch it when I was little. I thought it was awesome. But yeah, oh, the, yeah the, the, the episodes of Hey Hey, not their podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, right. Something happens to TV shows when you think of them fondly ago. They, they, you get this beautiful glow of nostalgia around them that, that completely erases anything that was bad about them. 
if you go back, like my favorite show growing up was the Late Show, the DJ and Late Show, mm-hmm. and there are there are full episodes on YouTube. Welcome to our new segment, Bridge Burning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. I actually love that show, by no, the way. I don't care. The next five minutes is going to show how determined Dan is to not go back to Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been it. in show business twelve years now. I'm you working dog and working dog cunt. So, you know, whatever. They don't they don't like me. I'm not yeah. one of their people. Working dogs, uh, working dog aren't coming knocking in anytime soon. I've picked my battles. I've, yeah. pe- I've picked my I've picked my mentors. I'll yeah, stick with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Working dog had their chance. There's, there's, anyway. di- there's different lanes on the. Uh, oh fuck! I forgot the name of that autobahn. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, 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 it's funny because instead of <laughs> getting mentored by Rob Sitch, you went for Rob, one of Rob Sitch's best impressions. <laughs> Dick Smith. Oh, Dick Smith, <laughs> right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Dick Smith. Thank you. Um, but like Late Show, you kind of held in like crazy high esteem. Mm. And, and when you see a full episode, you're like, oh, that would sell. This is all. Yeah. Like, this is like put together. Very yeah, strangely real and real, real, real basic principles of sitcom and everything like that. You know, like, it's like, just like the, the show's re- incredibly ropey. But the thing, the thing that you reminded most about the late show, the great late show bits, are from those compilation videos. Yeah, put best together. bits. And but the genius of that is that you do re- you do think you remember the show a lot better than it was. You're not yeah. seeing you're not seeing landfill hole plot yeah. gaps and you know and and story. It, yeah, yeah. A, a guy um Rodney gave me in Adelaide like a the DVD set he'd made of every episode. No way. Yeah. Do you still have it? Yeah. Oh, I'd love See, I'd pay $10 a month. Yeah, see, here we go. He's just like, "Oh, it's fucking garbage." And he's like, "I'll pay 10 bucks right now. I will buy this, sir." I'd pay 10 bucks a month for that. And uh, so I started watching a few and I don't know, did Tony Martin edit those best bit episodes? Because it, it has Please. his penchant for like just weeding out the gold all over it. Yeah, I probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably him and Santo. I've got a question for the uh the Hey Hey thing and even, you know, all these shows. Do you think Question for all of show business. This is this goes out to dear showbiz. <laughs> I hope this letter finds you well. <laughs> um, is that? Do you think that will continue that whole looking at something like that with nostalgia and it doesn't hold up, or do you think that we are now in an age and the reason why something like Hey Hey doesn't hold up is because we are now in an age of so much entertainment and where I guess generally as a society more politically correct and more politically aware and more culturally and socially aware that these shows don't hold up because we've evolved in a certain way as uh you know in 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 culturally we've evolved do you think so do yeah. you think in 20 years they'll look back at the office and go it doesn't hold up no but even like i guess it's almost 20 years ago that came out right so not quite oh, 7 2000 oh my god what <laughs> The yeah, Office well, came out in the year two thousand. But like Ali G, for instance. Wow. Can you can you be a white guy pretending to be a black guy? Yeah. Pretending to be a rapper, pretending to be ethnically ambiguous. Now that just you wouldn't be able to get that. But also the thing of like Twitter not would happening. shred you. Yeah, not but, happening. But, but also the premise of like, are oh, you pretending to be a character? Like it's done. Oh. Like that whole like. But like, also like oh, like your, mockumentary reality crossover. I think that's still that's still a, a fair enough form. But like I the, I, it, the mm. idea of misappro- the idea of appropriating someone else's culture to mm. make them sound dumb to interview powerful people uh, really puts a lot of political pressure on on the idea that 
you're trying to demean one culture in order to get laughs out of the power structure like that's that's a really like that wouldn't you wouldn't be able to get that up anymore like you wouldn't be able to the internet would rip you to shreds because you are yeah. just not woke oh this is classic Dan Illich right here isn't it oh, I've, I've, I got tingles listening to that stuff I've never heard such deep thoughts from I know someone in I was like this bag. is off brand for I love to, <laughs> wait hang on let me bring it alright we're back guys we're back fart sound and we're back I, know, I just think of, I think about this shit all the time yeah. Like Chris Lilly, like Chris Lilly wouldn't be able to like the idea of Jamay or Mr. Or, G uh, or is Smouse, S Mouse from yeah. the Angry Boys. Remember he did the black Yeah, that would that would be this so is still beguiling pre- to a US audience now. This like, is pre Twitter and pre that was two thousand eight, maybe Angry Boys came out. So it was like yeah, so around like early days. Pre yeah. racism. Pre yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But Pretty to, inappropriate culture. Trying to do that in 2017 is extremely tricky, and the only place it probably would would fly would be Australia. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think or, or in a Frenchy uh, stage show. Uh, uh, yes. Or in a French stage show. No, yeah. Frenchy. A Frenchy. Oh, Frenchy. Oh, Frenchy stage show. Yeah. I think more so here than in Australia. I think here, something like you know. Uh, you're, you're like Eastbound and Down, you know, with Kenny Powers. That show mm. is relatively new and was racist and fucked up, you know, in a way. But the character was so flawed that, you you know, you could get away with it because he was worse than anything he would yeah, say. But with him, isn't the joke that he's a moron? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's so shit at life yeah. that it's like him being ignorantly racist. But in his defence, he... Did know a good jet ski. He could jet ski very well. Mm. I think that's. I mean, I think that character is okay because it's a character, right? Yeah, like and you're saying it. versus more like um, tricking people into thinking something no, through no, no, like appropriating another culture and then passing it. Like, okay, yeah, like I got casting, you. Then casting, uh, painting that culture in a bad light. Yeah, you know, yeah. A stereotypical light. That's yeah. it's so hard now. Like, how do you do it? Because I really want to do it. But, yeah, I was about to say, got, do you? If we you have some veggie might here, we can blackface up now if you want to. I'm going right? to no pitch more in NBC well, next that's, week. That's why, that's, why the, that's why the shit's going to hit the fan when word gets out that <laughs> Dilrook is a fifth generation Frankston resident. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Dilrook is Frenchie. <laughs> Dil, Dil, Dilrook is Andrew Bolt in blackface. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't for you meddling kids, he would have got away with it. <laughs> I knew that was going to be up your alley, that one, Steel. I could feel it in my bones. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, how about we crack out some letters? Oh, yeah. Dust off the old letterbox. Mm. Cobwebs in there. Ding, ding. All right, guys. So remember that I find it extremely hard with my undiagnosed ADD to when Steel does the voice. To not talk through the letters. No, I'm, I'm super fine with that, but I can't. I find it. This is, I, I go somewhere else. Okay. I can't pay attention properly. And then at the end, I'm really trying to put the pieces together from what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. She was a bitch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try really hard this time to like... Okay. Uh, something right. about the, the, the tone or something. It's like a dog whistle for me. <laughs> it right. fucks me do, up. Do you want me to clap and we can focus? Yeah, okay. Okay, ready? and focus. Rolling action. Our first letter is uh, of one of... A classic Green Guide letter topic... And it is titled Breaks in the Weather. Breaks in the Weather. Breaks in the Weather. Let's hope I can still do this. While critiquing our fearless weather presenters, I wonder who thought it was a good idea 
to present the Channel 7 weather with not only inappropriate pauses, but with a sing-song tone of voice that is similar to a teacher addressing a kindergarten class. And that letter is from regular letter writer Peter McGill. Ah, oh, oh, are we Mansfield. going for... Oh, we what a to... fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, were you paying attention? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking she's talking about good morning, Mr. Saunders. And yes, but may you've... God give you high pressure system coming in from the west. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Peter McGill is a man. I don't want to gender assign. <laughs> Peter McGill mm. is the person who wrote the letter? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think Peter McGill just needs to relax and maybe stop watching the weather. What are you even doing watching the weather, Peter? There's a thousand other ways to figure out what the weather is happening. Hey, can't hurt a windows. <laughs> you got one? Yeah. Look at it. That's the weather. Just The weather is on every app, on if, every device. It's on your fucking TV. If he's really fridge. short, he can just go ask a tall person, how's the weather up there? <laughs> <laughs> Goal. <laughs> You're going to make it in this town. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Deal. Well, um, and, and the photo they used was of a Green Guy letter cult hero Jane Bunn of, of Channel 7. Jane Bunn? Yeah. Is she a Melbourneian well, celebrity? No, she is. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to uh, get yeah. all statist on you yeah. there. Was she, she hashtag made in Melbourne? No, she <laughs> is was, that a thing? She was made in country Victoria. Oh, right? milk country? Uh, dairy, milk, dairy country, milk country. country. I'm sure there was milk. Yeah, all right. I'm sure their supermarkets had many types of produce. <laughs> all right. I have no idea what you they were really making. really painted a picture of this lovely town. Here's the thing with um, the word kindergarten, right? Mm. I went through an embarrassing amount of years Uh-oh. thinking it was kindergarten. Ha <laughs> ha! But you it laugh. makes sense because it grow. It's where you're growing the youth. Yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. a garten? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Uh, it's, smart ass. Yeah, what's a garten? I, I think Come on, gets... Walkley boy. What do you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. Garten is garden in German. Yeah. So it is. It's a children's, children's garden. garden. Yeah. So you're you're absolutely correct. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You get to take home the sell the century game <laughs> yeah, yeah. board. Oh, das okay. ist ein Dummkant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was right, but less area. Hey, you know what? Still. You know who else was right? Up until Hitler. up until 13 seconds ago, I thought it was kindergarten. <laughs> so no shit. <laughs> oh, as you were saying, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kindergarten. 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 Yeah, kindergarten. Yeah. How do you know that it's that in German? How do you know the German language so well? Oh, my dad's dad was born in Berlin. Okay. During the war, World War Two. My dad was born in Berlin and he's got... Um, did he go to kindergarten there? <laughs> he did. Oh, my God. Uh, he has a birth certificate from World War Two era birth certificate and he's got swastikas on his birth certificate. No shit. Wow. How old's your old man? He's 75. Yeah, okay. Five. He came out to Australia when he was six. Uh, so his his folks are Serbian. So they got shipped up to Bel- uh, got shipped up to Berlin during the war, and uh, and yeah. So this is great 
kind of story dad likes to tell about his cousin who was in the RAF and his cousin would fly a raid over Berlin and when he got back to London he would phone a florist in Berlin to send flowers to the family to say hey guys uh, sorry for bombing you Jesus Christ <laughs> Nothing Nothing says sorry for the bombing like a, some Agapanthers, right? Yeah. Thanks for the flowers, man. I'll just yeah, yeah. put it on Eddie's fresh Oh, like you're looking for a vase? Ugh. <laughs> bombed so I, uh, I, learned, I learned some high school grade German when I was in high school. High school grade. That yeah. sounds like, uh, like right, a weapons grade German. You <laughs> weapons grade German? <laughs> I'm impressed that a city that was getting bombed still had prompt flower delivery. Yeah, yeah, oh, so it. many people died. Business was booming. It was fantastic. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's true. Commiserations all around. <laughs> uh, phones will be off the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll send down uh, some flowers to the kindergarten. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a garden, so just pick them when you're there. <laughs> you know, some people might find dead people at a kindergarten funny. I'm... <laughs> World War II. Oh, here we go. It's too soon. Sensitive. Too soon for World War II. Fucking tissue over here for uh, sensitive boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of sensitive, you can't boys. make jokes anymore. Chris Lilly can't be black. He can't be uh, bloody you black. Can't make jokes about the. He can't Holocaust. be a. He can't be a bloody fake black rapper. Hell in a handbasket. Probably can't even say handbasket anymore. We can got you? a complaint the other day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna about the podcast. Yeah. Uh oh. On on iTunes. No, this is on uh, the Twitter. So anyone starts fucking with your star rating, still you give them, you give the name to me. All right. Jeez, I know man. a guy. Carl Woodbury will go hang outside their house and <laughs> yeah. tell them they can't steal things. Yeah. From their Excuse, me. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. So Tim here. Um, he was very upset. Classic complaining name, Tim. Sure. Tim. Oh, more like whinging, Tim. Yeah, burn. Yeah. Oh, I hope you guys the get some cream for that Tim burn. Tim from the sin bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tim, like, Tim, doesn't, <laughs> Tim doesn't follow... Like Tim, man. Tim doesn't follow I Love Green Guide Letters, so I'm not uh, sure why he listened. Oh, Russian hackers. But uh, yeah. he wrote, A bit sad, you pack attack Steve Price Media on the podcast like a bunch of butthurt kids. <laughs> Mate, my butthurt has nothing to do with being a kid, all right? <laughs> Embarrassingly sad for, inverted commas, adults. Oh. And I replied, says the dude that uses the term butthurt. <laughs> and that went down well, and he didn't reply. He didn't. What's his name? How many followers does he have? Oh, how's it? You pulling out the big guns? Yeah. Uh, he's, no, got this a, is a... he's got 136 followers. So. Yeah. Well, oh, I thought you were going to say 1,000 then. I was like, how, how many does he follow? Uh, 236 okay. right, yeah. Because Nazim was on He's not getting verified anytime soon Talking about Steve Price Because yeah. they were on um, Celebrity Get Me Out of Here Yeah, together And, you know, Nazim was like You know, says, saying Oh, he's a bit, you know, he's okay And sort of thing And, and Demi was just like Nah, kick to the teeth Kick to the teeth And Tim I, I think, like, Steve Price can defend himself against Uh Lightweight uh, Demi Lardner, yeah. who's a comedy heavyweight. <laughs> That's true. She's yeah. a comedy heavyweight, but, but I've lifted her before, and it's easy. She actually went for the role of the feather in Forrest Gump. So, pipped at the post. Uh, do you think someone on the set of um, Oh American Beauty? Had yeah. to look after the plastic bags, like someone, that, like someone that was in your hundred percent, hundred percent. That would have been like, or uh, it would have been probably not even. A, that wouldn't even been trusted with a production assistant. That would have been a 
uh, second AD, which Ooh. is a second assistant director. Imagine, but imagine though, if you if you were if you went to an audition for the role of the plastic bag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just turn up to the casting agency. There's thousands of other plastic bags there. And, and you're yeah. next to Tucker bag, who's hopeful. Could be my big break back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Tucker, we're looking for a plastic bag. Oh guys, I can do plastic. I can do plastic. <laughs> Now, everyone's, you know, everyone's wider than you, thinner than yeah. you. you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you're a garbage bag, it's yeah, bad news. You fucking pile of shit. Hey. hey and, you know, and, comes, and, and, and if you're not recycled in this progressive Hollywood... Forget it. We can't hire you. Check yeah. you. But, yeah. you know, it's Dinosaur. not about your talent as a bag. It's how you look. It's all about look, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about look. <laughs> so you just yeah. never know. That's why you've got to keep going to auditions. Yeah, you just got to keep going. Yeah. You know, you could be that lucky plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a plastic bag start in anything else? <laughs> God, it's been a while. That's that's a right. tough one. Right, I'm yes. gonna start a new hashtag. Hashtag Oscars no plastic bags. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. In this town, it's not what you know; it's what you've carried. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I heard. Uh, yeah, that bag had you know had several bags of coke in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked yeah. up by a young director, and that was it. Oh, that yeah, was there's it. Lo- there's lots of there's lots of roles for baggies, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> not, not so much big bags. This letter is so weird. It's just it's someone that didn't like a show, but would like an update of what happened in it. It is titled Bond Amnesia. Carl is currently looking at his phone. No, I'm back. Bong something. <laughs> Carl, yes. Focus. I'm trying. Do Here the clap again. Already yeah, back. you didn't okay, clap, Dan. And next letter. The next letter is titled Bond Amnesia. Bond Amnesia. Ironic. I started to watch House of Bond on Monday night. However, lost interest before the first episode concluded and Tuesday night came and went and I have no idea how it all ended. (laughs) Although I recall most of the larger-than-life exploits of Alan Bond, like his defence before the courts, my memory fails me. And that is from Alan Gisborne, Cherry Brook. Now... Uh. That's uh, that's really great, Alan. I think I think Alan Bond's memory fails him too. So you're in <laughs> you're in good company. But the Green Guide letters have been used for so many things. So yeah, yeah. You know, for an agenda, some people use it as an open mic, uh, but we've never had it used for Wikipedia before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a to be continued type scenario. Google motherfucker, have you heard of it? But I love that they watch the show. Yeah, they don't like it. They drift it off. They're upset they missed Tuesday's screening. <laughs> they, do. So they go to the, the the decision to sit down with a pen and paper and write a letter to the Green yeah. Guide like they could fix it. But the one forum that has very rarely, I can think of about five instances ever in like all the years I've been reading this thing that has ever replied back to a reader. How many times? Five. Yeah, like hardly ever. Do you think this is a hot contender for a reply? No, there's Steel, no reply. Steel, you've been doing this pod for some years now. Let's not go into it. <laughs> Have you seen the quality of letters drop? And my question is, do you think that is due to the amount of people who they're just putting any old letter in now because they don't, they're not getting enough content? Oh, let's be honest. They pave paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. <laughs> It doesn't work for that. They anyway, Paradise and put in a computer advert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't beat those deals. <laughs> they Let's know what I serious. like. 
Andrew Murphy, the true Green Guide letter master, the former editor of the Green Guide during the heyday, he, no one curated the letters as good as he. He did it with, with he, passion. He was a Goodwill Hunting-esque maestro, wasn't he? He did it with panache. Mm. He, he was the one that kept Staplegate going for like 12 weeks. Are you trying to say Fairfax Media has lost their way? Oh, so much. <laughs> yeah. So much. Now Murphy's over in Miami, living it up. Yeah. Is he? Living off those, that green guy letter dollar, the fortune <laughs> he made, printing those letters. What's he doing? He, he, he pops up writing articles um, in Australian stuff now and then. But uh-huh. I, um, Is he working for like the Miami Herald? I don't know what he's doing. I should. I'll, I'll, he's getting, I'll get an update. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on, and getting mad like scoops on a on a boat, isn't he? On a speedboat. <laughs> well, like, like he's in Miami, so he's he's probably just surrounded by those little baggies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that that was the heyday because he would actually listen to the podcast and go. Saunas could use this one. This is a good one. <laughs> he would sneak you in a couple little uh, gems, didn't he? And occasionally, which was just. It was it was like God talking to you. That that was <laughs> the equivalent. You know, I mean, you pray to God and pray, 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 but he doesn't talk back. But occasionally, I would get a message. He goes, "Ah, oh, I've got a banger for you coming Thursday." <laughs> <laughs> and it was there. I was like, I'd be like walking on sunshine for the rest of the day. Would it be like when you finish your HSC or VCE, you'd be outside the news agency at six a.m. waiting for the first delivery? Yeah. Of, of Green Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And- with oh, the paper boy flowing through, in the Flick through the green guy, got to find the letter. No, I think we finished school a little bit differently, Dad. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was just like, get the certificate and get out. Right. Suck down Bundy rum at the, uh, the party afterwards. <laughs> Trying to sink a digit. Bourbon, mate. Bourbon. Poor Alan Gibson. Alan Gibson is the kind of person that TV is made for these days. Because the only things you see advertised on TV are like medical products for people who've lost their mind. So this is, per- he's like, yes. he's like the TV, he's like the perfect TV audience. Do you know what Alan needs? An encore presentation. I didn't know what Tuesday was. Was the encore presentation? No, it was a part two. You know what Alan's Ooh. biggest problem is? Fast tracking. He doesn't want anything fast tracked. <laughs> no. Yeah. You've come too fast. No. He just binge watch. Fuck off. Fuck. More like it. <laughs> the um, that's I guess the one thing to miss about Australia is the telly, the, the two part telly movie. There's oh, been like there was yeah. Chappelle. There was um, and it's only ever Michael about Hutchins Australian. Ones. It's only ever about Australians too, isn't it? We had ho- we had Hoax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hoax. Oh, that's you right. Get Josh Lawson on. He was part. on. He was oh, on yeah, a couple I, months the last ago. time uh, that I was on. He was on. I didn't know that he. He he did it, and he didn't. I, don't, I feel he didn't like my joke when I said, "Oh, did you do the part where he ruined Byron Bay?" <laughs> <laughs> I got the feeling he didn't like any part where we mentioned hoax. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> All seventy-two did. mentions. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The amount of virgins hoax will get when he goes to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> what for bombing Byron Bay? I don't know. Yeah, he was the Bali Ten. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's not how that works. Right. All my Australian references just mushed into one. <laughs> so, yeah, Paul Hogan was the uh, bomber of Bali 10, right? It's like, no, none of those things are a thing. It happens when you're away from home. Like, it does, yeah. doesn't it? Every now and then I'll put on The Seekers. 
I kind of get watch. excited because like, being in Los Angeles, I don't know if the, you guys are the same. And are you in Los Angeles now? In Los Angeles, Ooh. California, America. Ooh, uh, the America? The America, USA. Ooh. Ooh. You your gold bean bag. Yeah, he's, get, he's getting roots on 66, this bloke. <laughs> That's good. Don't worry. Don't edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm most I am most productive. Oh wait, wait, wait. That was our first ever don't edit point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look back at it, but it's fine. Trust me. <laughs> I'm most productive at work before about three PM because then after three PM Australian Twitter starts working. Yeah. And Ooh. everybody starts waking up. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just checked out. Yeah. I'm like I'm like trying to get back into the Australian news and I can't really tell what's going on anymore. I've been here a year and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but it's it's you kind of you get dribs and drabs, and you and you've been here so long now that your little Facebook trending sidebar is like off Australian shit and onto American stuff. So I never I never get to see unless my mum posts a uh, uh, you know a hard hitting political uh, article like ducks wearing sweaters, which she likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ducks are coming here wearing yeah. our sweaters. Oh, yeah, Barney yeah. Me Joyce wouldn't be happy about no, that. No, no. Yeah. No, hey, I, I, I feel I feel like happy. a guy named Barnaby owns many ducks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Barnaby's duck farm. <laughs> wow. Now, um, I don't know about this show, but this is I presume it mentions Chaz, so I, I presume it's your old buddy, my old buddy, your old rapscallion buddy. <laughs> what did you guys do? Would you did chaser. you work on the chaser? I've worked on the Chaser, yeah, a couple of couple of their shows, yeah. Ah. What's the most intense situation you've been in with the Chaser? <sighs> I don't know. I uh, I've been to a few of their parties. They get pretty intense. Really? But I don't. I don't know. I don't. Uh, not, nothing really. The Chaser are really um, kind of aside from their like public persona of being naughty boys of television. They're quite just stand up blokes. I can imagine. Nice chaps. Boy, do you have the desk for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you did. Hey, let's just well, say here's, here's what I know about Chaz. Chaz, uh, Chaz, speaking of standing up, Chaz he stays up all night on the internet and he, he basically is a media sieve. He will, he will take in all kinds of media from all parts of, of the world and like, try and process it to be able to spit it out for the show. And he's, he's just left with spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> he works. He he works at the ABC, but walks in from his house in Ashfield to the ABC, which is how far? Uh, it's about ten k's. Tell me, fucking tell seriously. Me, tell me in LA terms. Uh, it's yeah. about six miles. Uh, and how he, far is it from my drug dealer to my therapist? <laughs> yeah. How uh, hot is it then when he walks? <laughs> yeah. So he will walk with a laptop, watching shows that he's recorded on his DVR at 110% speed so he can consume every moment of all the news programs like uh, news programs he has to watch to make those shows can we get a kickstarter for an ipad (laughs) (laughs) i imagine him walking there and it's like you know one of those movies in the cartoons where they're not looking and he like just accidentally hops onto like a a truck and then just keeps walking and bounces off onto like (laughs) he's like a jet ski behind like a like a Boat with like a water ski and he's like just reading still. And he, yeah, he's unaware the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like onto the uh, onto the ferry and then like whoop, nearly falls and, into the ocean and, and, gets... and the pipe that's getting lifted yeah, up fills yeah. in the gap between yeah, two exactly. buildings. You know what I'm talking about, still. And he's, so he's got this he's got this magic brain that like kind of catalogues all this information. It sounds like he's got a magic disorder <laughs> yeah. that um, that basically allows him to be able to 
pull back in his memory and go, oh, yeah, I watched that episode of Studio 10 when Steel was on. That's on the episode, blah, 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 and then pull, pull that back in. Hey, the next appearances were pretty good, Chaz. <laughs> and uh, I know this for a fact. He also has a, uh, uh, a rack that he can strap himself into and hang upside down. He has down breasts. Like that now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like that <laughs> Oh, I'm such a fuckhead. He'll often he'll often go for a nap in his Batman rack. What do you mean upside down rack? The shoe rack thing? Sleep upside from down. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> no, he's got a, he's got a, like a little he's got a, like a little bed that he can that he clips into and he can go whoop and hang upside down. What's that doing? So a standing bed, a standing desk wouldn't be very good. He needs an upside down desk. He needs an upside down desk. But what's that doing? I feel like that's if you try and do a headstand for a little bit, you get like well, lightheaded. He's a very fit guy. I think it's to do with his fitness. I think he likes to yeah. be, you know, he likes to be very fit. I have had, I've got all these weird dreams that I could easily achieve. <laughs> What's one of them? Is getting on one of those racks uh, yeah. and going upside down. Like I always go for a bit of a nap. Oh, I just, I just wanted, like you know how, like. There's those bars and you get the hooks on the shoes. Yeah. And you go up. So I just thought that'd be like, oh, no. no this, my, my true dream of all the, all my upside down dreams <laughs> is getting on one of those, like it, um, uh, yeah, what is it? Dream Cryo big Castle. Still. At Cryo Castle, right? At Cryo Castle, they've got the torture rack where you get stretched out. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, the, yeah. Like, I just want to get it. Like to, a medieval stretch yeah, rack. Yeah, just before it gets painful because I just, I just thought it might like help my posture and stretch yeah. me out. Do you know what I mean? I thought it might get like a half an inch yeah. out of that. Yeah. Because I, 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 I just would love that, the feeling of like, gong, 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 like just before it gets painful. And you think you get a bit taller out of that? See, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to burst your bubble here because in the uh, the curriculum, when I was in year four, where we had to read a book called Tracy McBean's Stretching Machine. Oh, here we go. Okay, and uh, it was. Uh, We're about te- to watch some dreams be shattered. Right yeah, here. I'm really sorry, still, but it turns out that the message of the book was that she's perfect just the height she is. She doesn't need to be any taller. Okay. <laughs> I don't have so any. Are you. I don't have any longing for <laughs> extra, extra height. height. I, I feel like I'm You're quite tall as it is. Yeah, you, 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 I don't even know if that's a compliment. It's just a fact. And it's just a fact. Thank you. Thank you. What's the weather up like there? Up there? Yeah, what's the weather like up <laughs> there, mate? Hey? Oh. Pretty good looking. Yeah. I'll tell you. How's I'll, the weather up there, Steely? I hooked up with some <laughs> pretty, pretty hot clouds. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. It's just more this. Like I just like the the feeling of my spine. Like I see my cat yeah. Jerry do stretches, and I'm like, Yeah, Man, you're good at that. Yeah. Just go to Pilates. That's just the same thing. Yeah, it's not the same thing though, is it? <laughs> it's not the same thing. As it does a torture act. Pilates. Yeah. I feel you, know you need a really torture act. What's really good for your sinuses? Waterboarding. You should get waterboarded. <laughs> really? Rag in the mouth, bucket over the head. That's great. You don't know whether yeah. you're drowning or, or you. Do you have to be naked? Yeah, yeah, you gotta be naked. <laughs> yeah. I like how you just added that into the naked. Yep, yep, hundred percent need to be naked for Best that. Way to do it, <laughs> yeah. ladies' choice. Sensory deprivation. You can't yeah. have any clothes on. It's just good to be honest with yourself. All the truths come out. You know? it's, it's exactly. Now, now you feel better. Waterboarding. Try yeah. that. Okay, we can do it right now. Are you going to give the coordinates of the insurgent? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I got that out pretty good at for nine o'clock at night. Coordinates of the insurgent. Pretty happy with myself. Very nice. Well, I didn't hope. have a beer. All right, let's get back to this letter and you can explain to me what this show is and it's titled Coming Up Trumps. Mm-hmm. What a delight! Planet America is! John and Chaz are in top form with their unpicking of the weekly adventures in Trumpland. Long may you reign, guys. 
That's from Gary Ross, Heidelberg. Yeah, yeah. So Planet America is John Barron and Chaz Lichardello, and they sit on a behind a desk on a green screen, which projects this uh, a, a beautiful set of the Oval Office, and they break down the week in U.S. politics. So that, Isn't that's that interesting? That's on ABC News Twenty Four, I think. Yeah. So that, and they've been doing that for ages, and Chaz like years and, or months. For years, yeah. Really? Doing it? I think they've done the last three presidential elections. Really? That long? Yeah, yeah. The last okay. three presidential elections. So they've been doing it for twelve years. Yeah, yeah. Is that pre? Or maybe, maybe the last two? Maybe the last two. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I vaguely have a recollection of seeing it for the last one. Actually, yeah. no, I'm wrong. That brings it down to four years. <laughs> last Justin. three would be eight years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it was the last three, but I'm pretty sure they've been doing it a while. And yeah, so that's the show. What's, what's this guy writing in a letter about it now then, eh? eh? Are they still going? What's going on? Well, I, I don't know. It's probably on right now because US politics is so big. So, oh, oh, okay, so it's extended. Oh. Bonus time. Like in, <laughs> like in pol- they've top got the, gear. Yeah, you, they've got the 10-day contract extension in basketball. Time extension. Yeah, so oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just another job that those guys do. And they're, they're, really, I mean, they're really good at it. They know their shit back to front. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, still, did we talk about this on the last podcast I was on? Maybe it was about... The, how much Australia cares about American politics and about... Did we talk about that? I, I don't know, know, Carl, but... It's, it's What's t- your feeling? Do, do Australians care? They do care a lot. And it's funny that when you're here and you live here, I feel in a weird way that they shouldn't care as much yep. as they care. Do you, would you agree on that? Like mm. When you're here, you're like, oh, this totally affects... My health insurance, and I'm a US citizen too, so I'm like, I'm fucked yeah. if we lose, you know, if I lose, and I generally work independently, so it's yeah. like I can get, I pretty much just have the insurance that means if I like break an arm or get a stitches or whatever, they'll sort that shit out. Mm. If any medical, I just, it's cheaper for me to pay a grand to fly back to Australia and get my moles checked than it probably would be to do it here. Mm. Oh. Um, but yeah, the point being that how much. People how much care. Think, how like, much you, oh, what's that? How much do you think um, Steele's going to have to pay to get his nose looked at? I know a great surgeon in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I can sort that nose out for you. Get you. A- I went to the chemist today, and I just said, "Got any tablets?" So I got some tablets. <laughs> for what? <laughs> like for your nose? Yeah. This is ibuprofen. You got fucking Panadol. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if you want to talk about your health problems, but like, why is your nose so red? I just had a cold. Oh, is that and it? And then I think it's just from all the, the mucus or whatever. It's, oh, it's, it's right, right, right. gotten redded up. I thought it was like sunburn or something. I thought it was something less benign. No. Sorry for it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, a uh, new official arsehole of the podcast, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry for making fun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's because it's so spectacular, like the... It's a car crash. The, the politics here at the moment yeah. in America. But also I find... Australians, and I'm not saying I'm above this, is they're far more judgmental of American politics. And it's like, chill out, guys. Yeah. We've got some homegrown nutbags that are doing a pretty sweet job. Yeah. We're back, we're way less advanced in so many areas than the US. And yeah. then in Australia, I feel like almost in Australia, it's like, there's not that many places where we are more progressive than the States, maybe with things that were instituted by, like, Gulf Whitlam in the fucking 70s that we still have that the government try and, like, 
shit on every time they're in, in you know, like, oh, we should privatise healthcare. It's like, mm. it's the fucking worst. Don't do it. You're like... Where I work, I... I the, the network I work with works with a lot of people of colour and un, undocumented people. And we did a... We had a group, great meeting with some uh, an undocumented group today. And they asked me... Should we said, be documenting this? Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah. They said, so... What's immigration like in Australia? I'm like, do you have all these same problems? I'm like, oh, worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how you you know how you cross the border and you're allowed to kind of live for a little bit and before you get thrown into detention. And I kind of explained about Manus Island and Nauru. They're like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Surfs up, dudes, right? <laughs> huh? Australia's pretty relaxed. <laughs> Christmas Island? All right. (laughs) It's presents every morning. Oh, I gruel again? Sick. (laughs) So, I mean, that, and I told him about the film Chasing Asylum and said, you go check that out. It's a crazy documentary. That is is the one aspect of Australian. It's like, yeah, it's like Australians, yeah, we enjoy all of the immigration's, the fruits of their labor and spoils. But you know, everyone's having a the, loves the cuisine and the uh, you know the festivals on a on a you know especially you know inner city people and that sort of thing. But you know, the, I feel has it always been this way in Australia? Like when the Italians yeah. came, I know it was yeah, well, and I now with de- you know def- definitely has. And there's a certain myopicism towards us to like you will have that, to explain uh, that word to me, good sir. Narrow mindedness. <laughs> okay, yep about. Um, race in Australia that is so baffling. Uh, I used the term people of colour on Twitter the other day and I got like three re- three replies about about using that term from Australians who didn't understand how that that term fits into lexicon here. And so that was really... Stru- I, I kind of had to gently explain to them about how not everyone who is black is African-American or yeah. or how someone might be black, but but they might look black, but they're not black and they prefer to be, they're from the term brown. Well, yeah. People of colour is, and I was like explaining this whole thing and they're just like, oh, fuck off, a person's a person. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you need to be like, trust me guys, it's fine, okay? I've got an interview with an Dr. American's Dre and Snoop Dogg in a minute. An American's an American, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, exactly, you fucking drongo cunt. <laughs> yeah, as, all through history, Australia is like, you know, made it hard for people going there. Like, like even the Aborigines, like when the English came, they didn't die promptly enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, hold the, <laughs> hold the smallpox blankets closer to your face, mate. That's what we want. Don't be so selfish. Yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got out of Tasmania pretty quickly. Yeah, they, they did. Right yeah. Them and the bloody tigers. I'd get <laughs> out of there too if I was them. Sayonara. <laughs> Sayonara. Where's that from, mate? Where's that fucking from? The Daily Telegraph this week when the census came out, they had their great front front page cover of uh, a picture of the Opera House with the word Chinatown written across the Oh, front. I love it. It's like it's like the it's like those people that run the Daily Telegraph don't know that Australia is in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. Like, it's like they haven't looked at a map yeah. lately or done the sums. That there are. Why do you think it's so cheap to go to Bali, you fucking wanker? <laughs> <laughs> it's Asia. Um, oh, still, can we? Qu- can I quickly give you two showbiz-related things? I know how you like them. Love them. So, showbiz-related uh, thing one. I feel like I am really making some headway here with my uh, writing because I had a large uh, agency interested in me. 
Okay. To sign me, All right. and I feel even more Hollywood because he has not replied to me in three and a half weeks. Oh, so, uh, are you allowed to are you allowed to divulge which agency? It is UTA. No, oh, excuse me. And are they like UTI. They feel like I am pissing blood, yes. <laughs> so it seemed to be all happening and then uh, it's been radio silence and I have been hitting it. It's now past the point of the squeaky wheel gets the oil, like way past that point. <laughs> They've so changed like, their name to You Are Fucked. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like, I'm like, uh, have you ever seen the movie Office Space? I have. I'm like uh, Bill Lumberg, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to get so. Anyway, nearly happened. Maybe I don't know. It was. A, it was a. But anyway, I felt like that was. That was my. That's the best thing that's happened to me here. Is that agents blown me off, guys? So pretty good. What about those homeless people you scared away? <laughs> yeah, they were thinking about signing me, but uh, I looked at the contract. They wanted fifteen percent of my pants. So <laughs> yeah, I only have one can of beans, and they're not getting fifteen percent of that. They shit. want to produce this credit on your street <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The problem is you yeah. get a homeless agent, then you got to get a homeless manager. Yeah, exactly. I'm like walking into their tent, like yeah. they're trying to dazzle me with their PowerPoint presentations. Like, see, Carl Woodbury's not a name. So, yeah. It's a brand. Brand. <laughs> and I was the other thing, Carl? The other thing is Celebrity Spotted. Hey, oh, nice. Go, go. So have you ever heard of a little uh, ice skating feud called the Kerrigans v. the... Hey, we've all seen the castle, mate. <laughs> she dug a hole. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan versus Tonya Harding. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was privy to a documentary... Uh, at this little cafe that I was at. Hang on, are you, is this showbiz story? I went to a cafe and I watched a documentary. No, I was at a cafe and they were filming the documentary oh, with what? the guy that bashed Nancy Kerrigan's no. leg. Wow. Really? Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, did you get him to sign your crowbar?" <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah, it was a baton, all right. And it, with him and his sister, because it was like a documentary they're trying to sell, like, well, we never saw the other side of the story. Like, you know, oh, one of these, like, no way. Well, so they were making like a teaser trailer for the. No, no, this was part of the documentary. <laughs> it's going to get screened on the OJ network. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, you say that. Oh, here we the go. plot thickens, right? <laughs> so, anyway, so the whole, I guess the whole premise of this was that, um, you know, no, that the, the sister. Of the guy that hit Nancy Kerrigan in the leg, mm-hmm. Misty Hyman. <laughs> is, that, is that your porn star name? Uh, no, 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 maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> I don't. Like, she was generated. So she's younger, and she was the uh, he was her hero growing up, and didn't know about the Kerrigan bashing. So the story was like, oh, this hero, but he was like a bad guy. Fucking really long bow of an idea that they're trying to sell, right? But part was this was. Really brutal. That part of the uh, the interview, so the, the the sister and the Kerrigan hitter were having this heart to heart. Right, the brother and sister were talking about how their like alcoholic father molested them and this kind of heavy shit like this. Right, and they're both crying, and because it's in the cafe, and you were like, "Oh, can I have a venti?" Yeah, yeah so like, well, because it was in Are a you cafe. Using that catcher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because it's in the cafe that had the French doors that open out into the street in Manhattan Beach, people weren't being able to hear what was going on. So you've got yahoos and like dickheads walking past the window as they're going, yeah, and that's when dad like molested us, going like giving out the whole like, <laughs> waving and like giving like the finger and thumbs up. And anyway, to, and to, you should have gone to, up and said, 
you need a good uh, assistant here, yeah. uh, Carl Woodbury. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You guys, need, Yahoo's out you guys need a new PA. Like, he's fucking rubbish over there. Should be stopping him. And uh, how you guys doing for pillows? <laughs> yeah, you guys are a fucking shitload. And uh, you know what? Just then, I thought that's actually a good idea. Having like pillows and blankets you can rent out to. Uh, anyway, anyway, Very sensitive. for after the podcast, we can talk numbers, guys. Um, <laughs> So anyway, to double down on this uh, celebrity story, the owner of this cafe, who I do surf lessons through, is the so is a silent owner of the cafe. Is Oprah Winfrey's boss? Oh, how does Oprah Winfrey have a boss? He is the president of the O Network. Oh right, and I just thought surely, to- surely she is his boss. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for the sake of the story, let's not say that's true. Okay, all right. Oprah Winfrey's boss. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can edit that bit out. It's not. Oprah we go with Oprah Winfrey's right hand man. Yes, yeah. I like that. All right, all right. All right. All right. Anyway, so he or Oprah Winfrey's Carl Woodbury. So he. That's right. Let's so, not, not insult anyone. <laughs> hey, whoa! Rusty bike is offended. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That was my uh, best rusty bike. <laughs> um, upright Citizens Brigade, eat your heart out. Uh, um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty insane. That was a very fucking weird Hollywood moment that Oprah, the president of the O Network's surf shop cafe. Is, it gonna, is the documentary going to appear on the O Network? I don't think so. I don't think that's really... Oh, maybe maybe that's pretty, that's pretty I on. Know fits in I know um, HeyHey.TV are looking for new content. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Get him on Red Faces. <laughs> it would be time appropriate. <laughs> yeah. It would be. <laughs> <wouldn't> it? <laughs> it would be. Some great 1992 references. Yes. Daryl's sweater is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> on the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And that's how you do entertainment. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you for oiling up the rusty bike, getting us pedaling. Sounds like a brutal sex move, doesn't it? The rusty bike. It's no good. It's no good. (laughs) Coming up on SBS, oiling up the rusty bike. (laughs) 9.30. Oh, my God. The silver laringes. I reckon we put it at like 12.30 and and warn the parents to put away the kids. It's going to be some uh, Japanese bush in that one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And by that, bonsai trees. Talking about bonsai trees, you guys. Sweet bonsai trees. Dan Illich, where can the good people of the internet track you down? Look, I'm on the the Twitter, at Dan Illich. D-A-N-I-L-I-C. You can also see my stuff on Fusion's Facebook page. Very cool. And... If you're in America, his Twitter heats up at about 3 p.m. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Just, just goes, goes mental. Try and stop him. Do you like, if you've got a sweet tweet, you're like... Do you know what I do? I'm going to wait Let for me, a... do me, look, I, I'm even worse than that. I'm even more self-serving than, than that still. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go You have some sort of deck... <laughs> on the computer And you tweet it And you set a time For it to I, go out Hootsuite You're uh, rocking some Hootsuite that's over here That's far too clever That's far too clever I would just generally Tweet it And then wait till Three o'clock And tweet it again <laughs> <laughs> And on call presentation I'll Yes up, I'll be up in the morning And I'll be listening To KCRW Going Oh is this what Happening in the Senate And the healthcare bill oh, I've got a witty bar about that Pump that one out Oh that'll be good For 3.30 oh, 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 yeah. Get some RTs Wake up one. to this Sydney you fucks uh, Yeah <laughs> Let me deliver you some news yeah, yeah. from the West Coast. Hot on the hot on the ground, you know. This ain't some. Uh, yeah. This ain't some Chaz's second 
walking down. Ah, fucking doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm Chad yeah. Lucidello's left hand man. Yeah, yeah. It was it was all there in theory, but not in order. So, Carl, what vans will you be protecting in the near future? Uh, I could be on the set of the next uh, Minute Maid Lemonade commercial. Uh oh. I believe there is a uh, a little French film called Je la Perquois that I will be production assisting on. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that if you are in the Marset area. Fantastic. Or wow. maybe uh, maybe uh, Burgundy. What, Who knows? Where do you go from production assistant? Can you can you become something else? Yeah, I, th- I think you can. Step? I have no ambition to What's rise. The next, the next step up would be a uh, production coordinator, Ooh. and uh, and then you'd go to either assistant director or second assistant director, wow, wow. and that's kind of just a person that coordinates all the the shit. You know what I mean? And yep, yep. and then uh, you could be a production manager. Uh-huh. They're more the office person that organises all the shit. Yep. Um, and then you could go into start your own production company, I guess, or be a you know a, a line producer. Or I have no yeah ambitions to to follow that. I'm what just, job um, do you need to start getting little baggies? Uh, little baggies comes at uh, first AD. Yeah, oh, right, you need yeah. first AD, and then you can bag up. How many steps away are you from setting your own uh, on-demand streaming service <laughs> of your popular eighties variety show? Well, they well they say. Everything is only, or everyone is only ever six degrees of separation away. Mm-hmm. So I'm seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if you do think about it, I am now only one degree of separation away from Oprah. Oh, and you guys are only two. Oh my oh. god, what a thrill! Right? What a thrill. You get a degree of separation. So I- <laughs> you get a degree yes. of separation. So that means I'm only two away from Gail, which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> exciting. Uh, other things that are very exciting, you guys. Segway. And and what's your Twitter address, Carl? Ah, uh, it's fucking whatever. Woodbury's words. And uh, I occasionally post Instagram things of just Woodbury's pics, which I explain to... Uh, doesn't go over as well in America with the derogatory slang term spicks as Woodbury's <laughs> spicks. So, anyway... <laughs> Lucky all uh, 209 of my followers are pretty open-minded. So. That's why I never went on Spicks and Specs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not very woke. <laughs> it isn't very woke. It. Super not chill. That explains it. But after this, we've got for our Patreon uh, supporters, we'll do our little After Letters show, which uh, you know people have submitted little questions for oh, you fantastic. guys. Mm. And it's just a, just a casual chat. We, we get paid for this one, yeah? yeah. Or... <laughs> Happy to play. You've got to work your way up. Okay. I'm still, a, I'm, still a, I'm still a PA on the podcast right now. So this is why, you know, I've got an agent, so I've already worked out a fee. Yeah, fuck. So <laughs> my agent, this gets, is why my I agent gets back to steel. See, I knew I got fucked over. He got one beer. Yeah. But it's St. Archer. It's a good beer. That's a good beer. Thank it you very much. Beer. Very delicious. You, you can have one more beer in the after show. Okay. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, if you're listening and you want to hear some classic episodes, the episode uh, that we we're talking about with Jonathan Holmes, uh, there's the legendary one that I get tweets about all the time with Mark Marin, mm. where uh, he almost makes me cry. That's it's, it's always a good time to get reminded of. It's all in good fun, guys. It's all in good fun. I love that episode. It was, it was, it was very good. Fun. I love him going, cracking up at your voice, going, "What the fuck is going on?" Here? 
<laughs> yeah, that's the bit I remember too. I have to say though, his new show Glow on Netflix. So good. So good. So good. So good. Really? Three episodes in and I'm loving it. Um, oh, that's his show? Well, he's he's not, he he he's stars in it. in it. Oh, he stars in it? Yeah. The one of good female wrestlers? Yeah. yeah. It's good shit? Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not a Mark Maron fan, but if you guys are, uh, if I'm no, not a Mark Maron fan, should I still go for it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this could be the month that you, you know, have a rest you from your Hey Hey streaming service. Yeah, get your that. Netflix. Yeah. I feel only like gong related shows. So. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Excellent. Um, but yeah, you can listen to every episode of uh, the podcast. You get a, a special feed that downloads every episode that you would like direct to your podcast app of choice and it supports a little podcast so check that out at patreon.com forward slash I love GG letters thanks for listening guys yeah yep all right and we'll see you next week bye Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that super fun episode with Carl Woodbury and Dan Illich. If you are a Patreon supporter at the $3 or over level per month, not only will you be able to listen to all the 253 episodes in full, but in the next day or two, the After Letters episode with Dan and Carl will be going up. I think it's about 40 minutes, so a sweet 40 minutes of bonus content. And don't fret, I know we've been a little bit off the boil, but another episode has already been recorded with Bart Freebarn and Carl Woodbury. If you are in Australia, I will be back in September and there will be some live shows. So if you want us to hit your area, drop us a tweet or a Facebook. Let us know you're keen and we will do our best. And by we, I mean me and whoever I can convince that's free that day. Um, but yeah, the, the Patreon thing's been working out really well. People have been really enjoying all the classic episodes. Mark Marin, Mick Foley, all the way across to Jonathan Coleman. What a gamut of guests we have had. Uh, of course, my other podcast, Steel Wars, is going strong. Uh, I have been told on the latest episode, 137 with Ash Cronin, who's a awesome reporter for Entertainment Tonight here in LA, that about around the hour mark, I tell one of the saddest stories of all time. So if you want to hear a hilarious story of my suffering, uh, go check that out, episode 137. Um, if you want to support the podcast in a free and easy way, uh, drop a retweet of the latest episode. It is pinned to the top of my Twitter feed on I Love Gringo Letters, which is I Love GG Letters, and writing a sweet five-star review on iTunes also bumps us up the rankings, vouchers to other comedy podcast fans that were doing good stuff and makes your old mate host Steel Saunders feel warm inside. And and who doesn't want that? Well, I, I can actually think of someone that doesn't want that, but let's ignore them and <laughs> get on. But let's ignore them and gear up for that secret section.
When this is the thing about those little baggies, right? Yeah, and and you, and you see those pill bags that have the little pictures on them. Uh-huh, maybe a Batman logo or a yeah. uh, a winky emoji. So if. This is the thing. If I was a cop trying to crack <laughs> down... Me, me tr- I'm really trying to understand what's going on. You know, I'm, not, I'm not a big drug user. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very straight edge. I'm going for my green card. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. God, you're good at winning. Well, what about that big <laughs> rail of illegal cocaine we just did, Dan? Explain that one. <laughs> oh, I thought that was sherbet. Yeah, that's what you did. Usually when you were laughing, you said, hi. Mr. Black. You can suck my dick. <laughs> And then you did the big line of coke. That's weird. <laughs> Dan is giving me the edit point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not at all, not at all. Put it, leave it in, leave it in. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Black. Saying is get him to all get the out. people that listen to podcasts. When he goes in for his next interview, test his keys. That's all I'm saying, all right? <laughs> if I was a policeman trying to crack down on drugs, this is what I'd do. I would just go to the shop where they sell those bags, wait for someone to buy the bags, yeah. and then follow the purchaser. Yeah. Because... N- they're for nothing else, are they? No one's putting their tiny lunch in it or something like that. <laughs> no, no. The only person you catch is like little old ladies storing buttons. That's true. Mm. I don't know if they're buying the Batman <laughs> baggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't buy ones with weed leaves on them. <laughs> Well, you oh, never know. I That's thought it was a holly. Idea. Yeah. It's a genius idea. I could crack down on crime. So it could be a t- good TV show. Yeah. Bagwatch. NCIS. <laughs> NCIS tobacconist. <laughs> and you could end every episode with, well... That's another case in the bag. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I actually bought some of those bags. Uh, what? Here? Yeah, I bought it just down on Fairfax because last Halloween... What are you talking about then? Your idea will... Get you into trouble still. I oh, know, but I would have been the one failed case. Ah, uh, right. I would have been the one that the exception to the rule. Like, we'll get them next time. So you've just got a busted indoor and they've smashed all your shit. And you're like, I'm the exception to the rule. <laughs> no, because for Halloween, I went as it was a, uh, a Pablo Escobar party and I went as a Fuck, delivery of drugs. That is oh. the most douchebag Hollywood thing ever. Pablo Escobar party. A heinous, like, cartel war criminals. Like, people come with, like, heads cut off. Like, <laughs> it's actually a great idea. I like it. God, judgy car. Oh, no, it's not, oh, I thought that was the whole thing we were doing with Dan. I'm trying to bond with Dan about Sean Penn not there? blacking up and shit. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah, I went as a delivery of drugs. I had, like, so I was just covered with these little bags right. with baking soda and I was just covered in, in powder. And it was... Well it was received? Pitch. Fantastic. Was there actual real drugs at the party? No. There wasn't? Nah. It was someone's birthday, just a dress-up party. Yeah, I bet there was bloody drugs. That's where the cops would come down and they go, oh, another fucking ironic hipster. (laughs) Yeah, 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 another fucking... (laughs) Charlie Manson. This isn't isn't blue meth. This is another batch of candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It's not often I get referred to as a hipster. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, what a yeah world. you're not in, you're not in that. I'm just, hypothetically, the cops would say that about. What you. a world! <laughs> yeah. What, what, are, what do they use here? They use the term in bougie is a term that's used here quite a lot, isn't it? Ah, oh, right. As in bourgeois, I guess, which is kind of, I guess that's the same as hipster. Like, oh, that's like a bougie area. Like they say, Silver Lake's like a bougie area. Ah, oh, no, yeah, no, I've no, heard no. that. It's great right. to say, guys. I'll have a go. Uh, bougie, bougie, bougie. Mm. <laughs> it's all right, huh? I like. Tingles the, tingles the. Soul. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Steel. 
and yeah. lime. Sold. Perfect. Okay. I feel like some beer in a mason jar right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the jars out. Um, <laughs> Let's hope Dan's, um, whatever. <laughs> couldn't what's, even, what's going on here? Couldn't even go. Hello. Wow. Possible threesome. 